everyone. Welcome to this bonus episode of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and it's it's been a while since I've done one of these. This uh, this announcement is almost two months overdue now, but the day we've been waiting for has finally arrived. Disney Cruise Line has released the summer twenty twenty three. Uh, excuse me, the summer twenty twenty three itineraries. I'm so excited I could barely get the words out of my mouth. Um, uh, which extends the the schedule uh, through September 2023, uh, as has been the case for most of Disney's recent rollouts. The announcement didn't seem to go very smoothly. I think only something like 30 itineraries were were posted when the announcement was first made yesterday morning, and uh, they had to put a, a notice at the top of the site saying the itineraries were still being loaded. Um, so it's it's continues to confuse me that they they have these issues especially since they're you know they release the schedules two months later than they normally do uh i suppose the the recent system upgrade could have had something to do with it but uh still confusing to me nonetheless but at this point it seems like all itineraries that they plan to release for now are available to view on the disney cruise website along with the um, the starting from prices for each stateroom category that we've uh, become accustomed to seeing. Uh, one other thing that came to my mind during this itinerary rollout is uh, is ship number six in the fleet. I don't know why I thought of this, but if you remember back in November of 2020 during the, the Walt Disney Company's fourth quarter earnings call, Bob Chapek announced that Disney ships six and seven would be pushed to 2024 and 2025 launches. So now that we're into, you know, we're talking about summer 2023, at, at what point do we start hearing about the next ship in the fleet? Um, I know we still got to uh, launch the the Wish, but um, it, it seems like that's got to be coming soon, maybe later this fall after the successful launch of the Wish. Um, again, not sure why I thought of that as it relates to this particular itinerary release, but uh, something to, to keep in mind. It uh, it sort of feels like they're the a little behind on uh, on that schedule and just in terms of information, but we'll see. Anyway, I I love the summer itinerary releases. They are definitely my favorite of all the seasonal releases, and I was especially excited for this one because I had heard some rumors about what might be included. Uh, the big news, of course, is the Dream heading to Europe, uh, but there are a lot of fun new itineraries, and there were some other interesting things that I noticed. Um, but I'll, I'll get to all of that as we go through the itineraries that were announced, um, and at the end, I'll give you my my top five favorites from this release. Uh, my my number one might might surprise you. But first, let me remind you of the booking schedule, especially since uh, it's a little bit different than it usually is. First of all, we're not we're not used to seeing the announcement come on a Wednesday. Uh, the announcements have historically been on Thursdays, so it's it's nice to have the the extra day to prepare. Platinum Castaway Club members can book the new summer 2023 itineraries beginning on Monday, May 2nd, followed by Gold Castaway Club members on Tuesday, May 3rd. Uh, this is where it gets a little different. Then Silver Castaway Club and Disney Vacation, uh, uh, excuse me, Disney Vacation Club members will have to wait an extra day until Thursday, May 5th, to start booking. And finally, general booking won't open until the following Monday, May 9th, which is a, a full week after the Platinum Castaway Club members can book first. So interesting, uh, interesting booking schedule there. 
Um, but that's what it is. I would also like to remind you that my wife and I are travel agents specializing in Disney cruises, and we're, we're doing something a little different with this itinerary release. Uh, if you book any new cruise with us between May 2nd and May 9th, uh, so that opening opening day window, I suppose you could call it, um, you'll be entered to win $250 in onboard credit, which would be in addition to uh, the great onboard credit rates that we already offer. Um, so definitely want to get in on that, even though, you know, even if you don't win, you're still receive the onboard credit at our normal rates. So it's really a, a no lose situation. I would absolutely love to help you book your next cruise. So if you'd like more information or uh, a free quote, please send me an email uh, at Wes, W-E-S, at MickeyWorldTravel.com. I'd love to help you out. All right, let's go through the itineraries that were announced for each of the ships. And we'll start with, unfortunately, the most disappointing of the five ships in the fleet, the Wish. Uh, the Wish has fully taken over the itinerary uh, schedule that used to be held by the Dream, sailing exclusively three and four night cruises to the Bahamas from Port Canaveral. And really... That's all there is to report. Um, with one exception, the three-night cruises visit Nassau and Castaway Key, and the four-night cruises visit Nassau and Castaway Key with an additional day at sea. That one exception that I mentioned is on September 15th, which is a three-night cruise that visits Castaway Key and has a day at sea instead of a, a stop at Nassau. So maybe something to look at there. Uh, I say disappointing because I was really hoping to see a bit more variety. I'm not really sure why, because we we rarely saw that from the dream, but I guess I was just being hopeful. Uh, at a minimum, I was hoping for at least one Castaway Key double dip on the Wish, but uh, unfortunately that did not happen. And one other interesting thing that I noticed, on the May 1st four-night cruise, the website is showing the inside staterooms as unavailable. Um, that appears to be the only stateroom category on any of the Wish cruises that is showing that, which is weird since nothing has gone on sale yet. So uh, I'll have to I'll have to keep an eye uh, an eye on that. Not sure what the, what's going on there. Let's move to the fantasy next. Uh, lots of different variety for the summer of 2023 with cruises ranging from five to ten nights. Uh, so lots, like I said, lots of different variety. The the one five-night cruise is a Castaway Key double dip departing on July 8th, uh, which is a bit unique for the fantasy. Uh, not typically used to seeing double dips from the fantasy, but uh, that there's, there's one in there for you. There are two six-night Western Caribbean cruises calling on Grand Cayman and Cozumel and a, a handful of seven-night Eastern and Western Caribbean cruises. Most of them... Um, are sort of your standard ones. Uh, the the uh, Eastern Caribbean cruises call on Tortola, St. Thomas, and Castaway Key, but there are two that call on St. Martin and San Juan instead. Uh, we saw this next one in the spring release, but I'm I'm guess it was so popular that they decided to do it again. That the Fantasy will be sailing another eight night Bermuda and Bahamian cruise departing September 9th. Uh, that one visits Nassau and Castaway Key and overnights in Kings Wharf, Bermuda, uh, which means there are a couple days at sea mixed in there as well. The most shocking thing about that one is that it, it seems relatively reasonably priced for an eight-night cruise, uh, I think compared to the one that they announced in 
March or April. I, I think that one was pretty expensive. But this one seems to be more reasonable, probably because it's scheduled for after the kids have already gone back to school. Um, so we'll see what the, the demand is for that one. If it were midsummer, it would probably be a whole lot more, but uh, it's not. So I, I think it's a little bit more reasonably priced. The most exciting itinerary for the fantasy is a 10-night Southern Caribbean uh, cruise departing July 13th and calls on Aruba, Bonaire, Antigua, St. Thomas, and Castaway Key. Um, So that one sounds amazing, but in my opinion, it's not the best Southern Caribbean itinerary in this announcement, Uh, and I'll get to that in a minute. Let's move on to the Magic. As I mentioned at the beginning, the Magic will no longer be spending her summer in Europe uh, as we've you know become accustomed to for the summers. I'm wondering if this is maybe any indication that the, the ship is starting to prepare for retirement. Um, I mean, at some point, <laughs> at some point, your body gets too old to be able to run long distances. So the, the younger ones have to have to kind of carry that torch. Right. Um I'm not sure why else Disney Cruise Line would would have made this switch unless it's uh, simply to have a a bigger ship and and larger presence in Europe to to compete with some of the other cruise lines uh, who are sailing around Europe with larger ships. Um, I don't really know. Uh, You know, that's just those are just some of the thoughts that I had. But the Magic is still sailing a pretty diverse schedule, even though uh, she'll home port in U.S. ports for the summer. Uh, the Magic will sail three, four, five, seven, and eight night itineraries in the summer of twenty uh, summer of twenty twenty three. Uh, most of the cruises are three and four night Bahamian cruises from Miami with calls on Castaway Key and Nassau, uh, followed by five night Western Caribbean cruises that alternate between Cozumel and Grand Cayman, um, along with stops at Castaway Key, of course. In July, the Magic will sail one seven-night Western Caribbean cruise and one seven-night Eastern Caribbean cruise with uh, similar itineraries as the Fantasy. Uh, The Magic will also sail three five-night Bahamian cruises with two stops at Castaway Key. So if you're looking for double dips, um, the Magic has the most of them. Um, One is in June, one is in August, and one is in September. Um, and as you can imagine that September one is the least expensive of the three, but, uh, but to me, the highlight of the magic schedule is the seven night Southern Caribbean cruise departing from San Juan on May 13th. That cruise visits St. Martin, Antigua, Dominica, uh, St. Lucia and Barbados, a, a very port intensive itinerary, but some really amazing ports of call. St. Lucia has been on my family's bucket list for a long time, and Barbados is one of my wife's and my favorite Caribbean destinations. We love, uh, we loved Barba- we love Barbados. We loved the Southern Caribbean itinerary that we did several years back, and this one has a few different ports that I think would be uh, would be fun to visit. Still no Grenada though, uh, which was my favorite of the Southern Caribbean ports that we visited. I keep uh, hoping to see that one back, but has not has not returned yet. Let's look at the Wonder next. Uh, she begins the summer in San Diego before heading north to spend the remainder of the summer sailing from Vancouver to Alaska. Uh, there are two different seven-night itineraries. Both visit the Dawes Glacier, Juneau, and Ketchikan, but the difference is that the majority of the cruises visit Skagway, while two of them call on Icy Strait Point, which is affectionately known as the Castaway Key of Alaska. And I'm not 
I'm not actually sure who calls it that or if anyone does, but I have heard it before and uh, I like the way it sounds. So, uh, so I like using it. <laughs> there are, uh, there's, there's one five night cruise, which only visits the Dawes Glacier and Ketchikan. Um, but that one sets up the schedule for the gem of the Alaska cruise season. And that would be the nine night Alaskan cruise from Vancouver departing on July 24th. This cruise visits Icy Strait Point, Skagway, Juneau, the Hubbard Glacier, which by all accounts is is spectacular, um, Sitka, and Ketchikan. I have been dying to get back to Alaska ever since my first and only visit, and and I would I would love to visit on a on an itinerary like this where I'd get to visit some new cities and destinations. <laughs> that one is certainly not cheap, though. And, and on that note, the, the Alaska cruises, unfortunately, continue to get more and more expensive, which really is a shame. It's, it's still my favorite cruise that I've ever done, and I think all Disney Cruise fans should have the chance to experience it at least once. Um, it's, it's such a unique experience that you won't get on any other cruise, and the, the scenery is literally breathtaking. Uh, if you have the chance and the means to do it, I would highly encourage and recommend the Alaska cruises with Disney. And finally, the dream. I I heard rumors that the dream would be heading to Europe, but I, I didn't I didn't think it was practical. I I thought I had heard or read that many of the cruise ports, particularly those in places like Norway and France, um, were too small to be able to accommodate a ship the size of the dream. Um, and while that may be somewhat true, because I don't I don't see ports on here like Villafranche or Garanger, which I, I think um, you know are smaller cruise ports or you know require smaller ships to navigate the channels. There's still a, a really large variety of ports of call that the Dream will be visiting, including some that that I don't call seeing on previous itineraries. Um, so let's go through these a little bit. On May 7th, the Dream will depart Miami on a 13-night eastbound transatlantic cruise that makes a couple stops in Portugal and then uh, three stops in Spain, including one in Malaga. Uh, I don't recall seeing that one before. My, my wife actually visited Malaga many years ago and, and recalls that it's uh, a gorgeous city. Uh, and it's located on the, the southern coast of Spain and situated uh, right on the edge of the Alboran Sea, um, right as you pass through the Strait of, uh, of Gibraltar. So that's a, a cool, a cool port of call. I love how many stops are included on that itinerary. After that, the Dream will sail a variety of different Mediterranean cruises, including four that will visit the Greek Isles: uh, one seven night, uh, one eight night, one nine night, and one eleven night cruise. I don't, um, I don't see any new ports of call on there. Maybe. I don't know how to say this, Chania, Chania, Greece. Um, but if you like the idea of visiting Greece, there are a lot of different places to experience in that country with uh, with these cruises. All of them, except for the seven-night itinerary, will visit Piraeus, which is the closest uh, one in proximity to Athens, which, I don't know, seems like a, a must-do if you're, if you're going to be visiting Greece. Another thing that we've become accustomed to seeing in the summer releases is the Norway cruises. Uh, there's only one itinerary that sails exclusively to Norwegian ports, and even that one makes stops in Amsterdam, which I think is really cool. Um, this itinerary release, though, seems to be much more Northern Europe focused, with uh, you know, with a few Norwegian stops mixed into those itineraries, and maybe that's for the reason that I mentioned earlier about the um, the smaller ports, but I'm not sure. 
One itinerary that jumped out to me is the seven-night Northern Europe cruise on August 1st. That one makes stops in Germany, Sweden, Denmark, and Norway. So four different countries on one seven-night cruise um, and, and some unique ports of call at that. I I love that itinerary. Um, there's a, a longer one that I'll get to in a second, but that one's going to be a little bit less expensive and, and some um, some great ports to visit. Uh, as I mentioned, on a larger scale, there's an 11-night Northern Europe cruise departing on August 8th, which visits those same four countries, but also mixes in Amsterdam and Belgium uh, and ends in Southampton, England. And that's a really cool itinerary, too. Once in England, the Dream will sail some four-night cruises, a seven-night Western Europe cruise, the Norway cruise that I previously mentioned, and the big one, a 10-night Iceland, Norway, and France cruise departing on July 22nd. That one makes calls on three different ports in Iceland uh, during peak midnight sun season, I might add. Uh, That would be a really fun experience. One call in Norway, one in Denmark, and one in Cherbourg, France. Uh, And that last port of call is interesting to me because... Um, because of its proximity to Normandy Beach. So if you are a history buff, that might be uh, an interesting itinerary for you to check out. So there's a high-level rundown of the Dreams itineraries for the summer of 2023, but it definitely doesn't do it justice. There are so many unique itineraries to explore. Um, so I would highly encourage you, if you're if you're thinking about a European cruise uh, in the summer of 2023, uh, to visit the the Disney Cruise website and look through all the different options. There, um, there are really are a lot, and it's it's a it's a it's a fun release. <laughs> the only problem you might have uh, will will be having to to narrow it down to just one. So there you have it, a full rundown of the new summer 2023 itineraries. But before I go, I do want to give you the list of my favorite itineraries from this release. And I thought it would be fun to have someone else's opinion as well. So I've asked my friend Concierge Chris to come on and give me his favorites too. Hey, Chris, how's it going? I'm doing great. How are you, Wes? I'm good, thanks. Uh, Overall, any opinions on the itinerary release? Anything that specifically jumped out at you? I know we'll get to your favorite itineraries, but any any opening thoughts? Obviously, the dream going to Europe is huge. I mean, almost double the capacity of people on those sailing. So prices weren't any cheaper, but I think (laughs) there's a lot more people to go, and it's a bigger ship. So I'm excited about that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I I was trying to speculate on the reason that they would send the dream. I think it's, you know, maybe two things. One, the they're getting the magic closer to retirement, uh and two, maybe just having a, a bigger presence over in Europe to compete with some of the other cruise lines, so. And the uh, other thing that jumped out at me is that the lack of double dips. There's none on the wish. Mm. I think there's three on the magic and one on the fantasy. Yep, you got I'm kind it. Of disappointed there wasn't any on the wish. I was or... too hugely disappointed. I, I I was I was hoping to see at least one of those or at least some variety on the wish, but we got nothing. So, all right, I don't want to uh, take up too much of your time. So let's uh, let's go through our our favorite itineraries from this release. I imagine there may be some crossover, so we may not have ten unique ones. But what is uh what's your number five favorite itinerary from this new release? Number five, I would say is the the magic, the five night double dip on the magic. Okay. The June nineteenth, August nineteenth, and September twenty fifth, and I'm kind of eyeing the September twenty fifth one myself because that's around my birthday and our anniversary. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And yes, the double dip is uh, is never a bad thing, especially when you're sailing concierge, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Um, I think you mentioned this one before we got on the phone or before we started chatting. Uh, but my number five is the eight night Bermuda and Bahamian cruise from Port Canaveral. Was that on your list? Yeah, that's on my list also. It's probably round number three, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a really great itinerary. Um, I, it's, it's, it's kind of, It'll be interesting to see because it's in September whether they can, you know, get a lot of uh, a lot of people to book that because you know it's a long cruise. Kids have gone back to school, um, so it'll be interesting to see. It's and it's I don't know if you saw it's a little bit cheaper than the one that they released back in March or April or whatever it was. And I'm I'm kind of you know on the fence about it because I like to do New York and do the Bermuda, but they haven't released those yet. Right. So what's going to be offered kind yeah. of deal. Yeah, I kind of like how that one's uh, earlier in the season than those those fall ones from New York. I you know, I think it might be a little bit warmer, um, you know, being being in that it's right at the end of the summer. So uh, we'll see about that. All right, what's your next one? I would say the uh, seven night Western Europe, which starts in Spain and ends in England, and it goes to two. Ports in Spain, goes to Portugal, and then uh, in France also in two days at sea. That looks like an interesting itinerary. And I believe the port in France is closer to Normandy than any other port, I believe, that you can go to. Yes, yes, you're, you're exactly right. So you you weren't on for my kind of recap of the, of the itineraries, but I, I mentioned that. Yes, you're right, that, that that France port. I forget what – do you have it listed there by any chance? Um, see, now I already forget which one it, which one it, it was, but – it's, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, some French, some French named port. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're right. And, and that itinerary, uh, was one that I had my eye on as well. That's, it looks like a really good one. And I like that it starts at one port and, uh, ends in another one and hits a, a, a bunch of good, good stops along the way. Uh, my number four is the seven night Southern Caribbean from San Juan on the magic. Um, I, actually like that one better than the uh the longer I, I think it was eight night or ten night i can't remember uh southern caribbean cruise on the fantasy i just like the ports of call better on that uh on that on that uh cruise have you ever done a southern before not on disney on um two other, i've done a norwegian and celebrity gotcha okay yeah very very port intensive uh, and hot <laughs> <laughs> all right what's your next one so um, my number three, we already talked about Bermuda. So okay, yep. Um, the nine night Alaska, I think that looks like a, a great itinerary. It gives you, you know, you go up farther, have a couple more days. I think that'd be a great itinerary. Yeah, that's my number one. That's that is my favorite itinerary from this announcement. I am dying to get back to Alaska for some reason. I don't know why. There's I, there's no specific reason why. I've always wanted to go to Sitka. Um, so I like that that's on there. And then the Hubbard Glacier, just people have amazing things to say about the Hubbard Glacier. So it'd be nice. It looks to... so much bigger than right. the Dog Glacier. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, that's, yeah, that's an amazing itinerary. And if you're going to do Alaska, that's, you know, you, you hit a lot of different stops there. So I, I love that itinerary. Uh, the next one on my list is the seven night Norwegian fjords, uh, cruise from Southampton. I've been wanting to do Norwegian cruise for, a long time. Um, there's one port, Garanger, that's not in there. That's the one I've always wanted to go to, and I, but I don't think Disney will sail there anymore, which is a bit of a bummer. Um, but I think it'd be cool to cruise uh, through the, the, the fjords of Norway. 
What's your last one? Number one? Are we on your number one? I also had, well, I think I have two left, but it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. oh yeah, go ahead. G- give me so, your next one. So I also like there's a, a six-night Western Caribbean on the fantasy, which is kind of, you know, a little different for the fantasy. Oh, yeah, fantasy. you're right. Goes to Cozumel and then Georgetown and then Castaway. So mm, yeah. be, I'm kind of looking at that one, too, because the dates kind of work out with some stuff for us. So Perfect, yeah. The Western Caribbean is one that we have not sailed yet, um, and we, we need to try it. So maybe we'll we'll pick one of those. But Cozumel, people have really good things to say about Cozumel um, when they visit there. It's kind of become like NASA for us, actually. Oh, though. really? It's still, it's still <laughs> okay. a nice place. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and I've been trying to get to Grand Cayman for a while. I've yeah. had you know, several cruises. The first cruise for the shutdown that got canceled was the one that was supposed to go to Grand Cayman. So we've been trying to get back. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Um, my next one is the 11 night Northern Europe cruise from Copenhagen. I just, I love all the different stops that that one makes. It's, you know, it goes to Germany, Denmark, um, Sweden. Uh, I think there's some stops in Norway. It just, uh, uh I think that one goes to Amsterdam. Like it's just, it, it's very port intensive, but it hits a lot of different countries. A lot of countries that, you know, I, I would really like to visit someday. So I think that would be an amazing cruise. Um, you know, to, to check those check those countries off my, no, my bucket I was, list. I was looking at that one also. And I also have three sea days, which is kind of nice. It's yeah. so port intensive. They have some breaks in between. It's nice because those European ports, I mean, you're, they're going you ragged. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, lots lots to do when you get off the ship uh, in those, those ports of call. You got one more? So my number one is, that, you know, not very exciting for a lot of people, but it's the fantasy, the double dip on July 8th. It's nice. Something I think... I'm really eyeing that and combining it with a Disney World trip. So it kind of just fits a, a niche for us. Yeah, right. You know, we go on the fantasy. My, my kids haven't been on the fantasy yet. My wife and I have. So oh, okay. Kind of feel something for them. So. Yeah, nice. And, and it, uh, yeah, the, the fantasy doesn't do a whole lot of double dips. So that's kind of a unique one for, for that ship. I, it had some double dips scheduled that were canceled and August oh yes of 20 it had several in fact i was on one of them oh that's right yeah four or five double dips that were canceled <laughs> and then it had last fall we were on double dip in early november i think it was the only one okay all right well sounds good thanks for uh thanks for sharing your top five with me oh no problem anytime thanks for reaching out to me yeah absolutely i'll uh i'll talk to you again soon all right thank you all right So that's going to do it for this bonus episode. Uh, Don't forget the booking window for these new itineraries opens beginning on Monday, and that's uh, May 2nd, and then uh, tiered after that, depending on your Castaway Club level. So uh, reach out to me if you would like uh, me to help you book one of these cruises. Uh, Don't forget about the onboard credit offer that we're running. And uh, regardless, I hope you have a great weekend, and happy booking, everybody. Happy booking, everybody.